they don't think it's overflown anything sensitive yet. Um, and they're just like keeping an eye on it. And it reminded me of the first we go balloon again. when everyone yep. was freaking yep. out. Yep. And how uh, it kind of came out, but didn't come out. That they 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 had been watching it for a while before. It but is, wasn't that something else? I remember we covered US, that too you know? because it was this big. Oh my god, you know. But it really wasn't that big. It just they fucking dialed in their shit to pay attention. That's all they did, you know. Story in the news today. You believe in ghosts and the paranormal? Now, are they are they UFOs or are they like some crazy experimental, you know, governmental? I don't know. Planes that they're building. And police in Española are catching more than just criminals. They're catching images of what they believe are ghosts. Weird animal-like creature that was shot. Wolf-like creature that just stood out in some odd ways. And welcome, finally, to Strange Uncles. I'm Shane. Uh, I'm Josh. <laughs> it's been that long. That's all you can say. That's that's all yeah. you got. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, it has been a minute for sure. Shrek you on the screen here. Yeah, I um, yeah. Uh, for those of you who may or may not be listening or kind of caught up with uh, the drama, uh, I had. Well, I didn't have. I mean, my hips would never be the same. But my wife had. Yeah, you'd a, be walking uh, funny for the rest of your life. <laughs> right, exact science. Scientists follow me around. What the fuck's wrong with that guy? Uh, I had a little little girl. So yeah. So there's that. Oh, what baby? Yeah, baby. Uh, she's pretty cool though. I got to say, I'm uh, I'm pretty impressed. Pretty impressed. So that's cool. Good job. Yeah. Just, you know, like I said, getting on the schedule and trying to figure stuff out. I mean, it's easier said than done, you know, um, for sure. You know, that's, <laughs> they don't, you know, even when you, again, you know, I raised my kid alone a long time ago, but it was like 23 years ago. And, you know, they don't give you an instruction booklet for that. But um, like nowadays, man, I'll tell you, dude, I am blown away with the fancy shit and the formulas and everything they didn't have 23 years ago. Uh, it, it's just crazy, you know, even in the hospital, how they treat you and how they take care of you. It's a, yeah, it's something else. It is something else for sure. But anyway, well, that's cool. Yeah. Fucking it's going to be fun when you're, uh, having to go do PTA stuff and they're asking if they're, if you're her grandpa. It's <laughs> so quick, quick dumb story. Uh, so her, my wife's sister came up from uh, the coast. She lives over near Seattle about an hour out and about six hour drive, I guess, but she came up to support. So it was like her and, uh, and me with, you know, the wife in the hospital for like three, well, we got checked in on Thursday because wife had some high blood pressure. And again, not to be all detailed, but you know, she, it was, it was high. It was overly high. It was too high more than it should have been. Um, Jocelyn was four days overdue at that point. And so we never left. They checked us in Thursday and we didn't leave till, uh, Tuesday morning. So, oh, um, yeah, but her sister came up to help support and her sister is older than her, but not that much. She's like eight years older than her. She's not, you know, she's like mid forties. Right. But they yeah. had written wrong the nurses on the board for whatever reason, and it was um, they had put mom on there thinking that she was the grandma of the baby, like Josephina's mom. So every time, <laughs> every time the nurses came here for a new shift, oh, and you must be the grandmother. Uh, by about the fifth time, I her sister was about to punch the shit out of any nurse. She was so <laughs> pissed off. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that, that's that's a shitty deal, but. 
Anyway. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. But anyway, so that's uh, that's why we weren't here, everybody. You know, we had that stuff going on. Um, but we're going to try to get back in the swing of things, kind of get back in the saddle, uh, if you will. And, uh, of course, like anything else, we're going to kind of get our feet wet with news. I think those are always fun. We've been kind of out of the news loop for a while. And I don't know, man. I don't know on your side, but I found some pretty crazy shit that's been going on this last couple weeks. And, huh, I don't know. I don't know what to Yeah, I, I was going to say, of none of this is breaking by any means at this point. <laughs> no, some of it is. Some of it's just like I got some weird things that I caught that I, I can't. I was like, okay, well, there's this here. Um, so I don't know. If you're ready for it, we can jump into news. Oh, and I got a surprise. Before the baby came, I did have a chance to do a brand-new news ticker. So we have that to introduce. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So everybody, uh, our monthly for TN news. Here we go. So stupid and hokey, but I liked it. So it is what it is. Um, I hear it. <laughs> oh, on your side, yeah. <laughs> so this isn't weird, but I'm going to start with this, if you don't mind, uh, because I caught this actually this morning. I find this hilarious. And I this isn't anything to do with Strange, but I want to get your opinion on it since you still live in the sure. great state of Utah. Uh, Pornhub has been blocked for everyone living in the state of Utah due to new yeah. law. Have you heard about this? I heard about it yesterday. <laughs> what's your What's your thoughts being a, a Utahan? Uh, I think it's incredibly fucking stupid and really fucking annoying. It's petty, isn't it? Yeah. It well, it and it's it's legislating a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Really? Oh, oh dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. And it's a bad solution. It's basically um, they want you to basically verify your age by like scanning your ID or some shit to be able to go to an adult website, <sighs> which. It's like, uh, okay, first of all, massive, massive violation of what the Fourth Amendment or something like that, or the First Amendment. I don't one of those, well, one of those, one of those constitutional yeah, yeah, yeah. things. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's a huge intrusion into like privacy of like you don't need to tie. I, I'm not doing anything wrong. It doesn't need to be tied to my fucking state issued ID, right? right? Right. And also, like, if I have to scan that, someone's got to keep it somewhere, right? Like. That's the thing. It's, That's just a huge, huge, like, wait, uh, it's a disaster as far as, like, identity theft waiting to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. it doesn't do anything because all anyone has to do is download a fucking VPN. That, thank you. And that's another thing. If they say, oh, anybody that's caught with a, you know, an IP address coming from Utah, you know what? If you're surfing on Pornhub, I'm pretty sure you got to work around that. That's not that difficult, number one. Well, it's like it used to be a, not that I would know. I'm not speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> right, sure, sure. But it used to be like, a, you know, your state requires that you say that you're 18 and this is like, or over, and mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. basically under penalty of perjury or something. You're saying you're 18, click here to proceed, kind of like dumb shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And even that was like yeah, anno- annoying. Came from, right. right? Because right. like anyone who's like 16 or 17 who wants to look at boobies isn't going to be like, yeah, I'm 18. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what I mean by like, right. okay, speaking as a former horny teenager, uh, former. What are you talking it's, about, man? Well, I'm not a teenager anymore. Oh, yeah, true. Um, I'm take that out of but, it. But, like, nothing's going to stop you. You know what I mean? No. 
No, it's just to cover their ass is all it is. It's fucking well, it's, it's just like it's anything just else. The party of small government want to legislating every detail of everyone's right. fucking life. Right. You know, like, and, and, and you're 100% right. And I it, 100% agree with you. I, number one, where it's, does it, it's, it it's, end, Shane? <laughs> well, it's fucking, it's petty. I mean, really, at the end of the well, day. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of like how they scan your ID at a bar and. When that whole thing started, it was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Dude, that was hard. And they said, oh, these will be purged every 30 days. And it's like, then why do you need it at all? Right, right. And then it was like, oh, it's to make sure the ID is not fake. And it's like, okay, yeah. That was one thing that caught me off guard when I moved to Utah. Like, I never had to do that anywhere I live, like scan my ID every time I walked into a bar. And I still, I took four years living there. I still didn't get used to it. I'm like, "I, I don't. I don't get what this is, but eh, you know, so yeah. And, and that was a big, a big issue when that started too, was like, well, that's kind of like an invasion of, I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. And they tried to tie it to a few different things of like, uh, of like, Oh, it's so that we can trace where you were. If you get a DUI, that's what I thought it was for. That's still like, uh, fuck you. That's kind of a, right. You got to catch me. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, Yeah, yeah. Like, well, not, not to say that you, anyone should be drinking and driving, but the rules are the rules. You got to fucking catch me. You can't just like tag my license every time I go to right. a fucking because you're kind of fucking bar. cheating at, at that point. You know? Yeah. It, it's, it's like you can't yeah. park outside the bar parking lot and pull people over yeah. as they pull out. That's actually literally against <laughs> the fucking law. Well, exactly. But um, oh, yeah, man. it's it's stupid. And, and, and it's just morality police shit that this state likes to engage in. It's like everything is small government and libertarian and like until it's something that they think is morally wrong. It's like it's like the whole okay, one trans kid wants to play sports, so we're going to fucking ban everybody. Like, is, fucking, Isn't that fucking something else, dude? I mean, I, yeah. I know this is news, but don't even, don't get me on that fucking soapbox right now because I have fucking bullets to chew. The whole transgender, the uh, Congress member in uh, Missoula, Oh, in Montana. Montana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The shit that they pulled with her and the shit that innocent bite, like petty shit, like sitting well, on the, the fucking benches. Oh, t- same thing. And look at Texas like, today. Texas are are fucking, you representing uh, or are you ruling? I, I just, I, it, it, the bottom line is this. And again, we'll get off politics. Apologize, folks. What the fuck does it bother you? Why does it matter to you to pass laws literally to, you're allowed to peek underneath a stall to see what is hanging behind somebody? They're trying to pass these laws. It's petty. It's fucking closed-minded. It's ignorant. It's dumb, and it has nothing. It's, just because your beliefs, you don't think. Well, fuck you and your fucking beliefs. It it just ah, uh, it just drives me apeshit, dude. Well, I mean, and it ties back to the whole like Christian nationalist movement, and like, like all these people would throw a fuck, would pitch a fucking fit mm-hmm. if you mentioned like how much like uh, we're heading towards what they were all screaming about sharia law and shit in the fucking early 2000s right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like well you're doing the same shit you yeah. just have a different book that's that's like, all you do i don't yeah. practice your religion my views are not your views right i'm not hurting anybody i'm not yeah. killing anybody i'm not causing uh, a group of people to be emotionally uh strained or uh, mentally broken down what i believe in does not fucking bother you knock it off lastly uh, I caught news. It was like over the weekend, I think Columbus, Ohio, which is our, our main headquarters sits there. Um, fucking Nazis. 
like outside oh, yeah, the, this this uh, a drag queen thing. And I'm like, you know what gets me about that? Yes, there's freedom of speech. Yes, they're allowed to do whatever they want to do. But you know what? You fuck masks, glasses, hats. Fuck. If you're so proud of who you are, if you're so proud, boy, I'm going to stand by who. What? How big fucking pussies? Take the fucking mask off. Let me know who you. They don't want to do that because heaven forbid, you know, so many tags them and they lose They're their job. About and they COVID lose their chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you can't get them to fucking wear a mask during COVID, and now they fucking all of a sudden put one on. It's like, well, ah, the, Jesus Christ. I've been seeing a lot of people like talking about, um, like on Twitter and stuff about, oh, people need to calm down and stop fear mongering about, uh, you know, queer people needing to arm themselves and stuff. You're not helping. And then you see that particular situation where they had a fucking giant ass sign that said there will be blood. Like Mm -hmm. threats are out there, you know? Yep. Plain as day. So what are you going to do? Again, be worried about protecting themselves. We'll get off our soapbox, but we're both, I think we're both in the same thing. I feel bad. I start with about Pornhub. Porn's always fun. And we got to that. So eh, well, anyway, my whole thing with that too, is just like, where does it end? Uh, Yeah. hundred percent. 100%. When do you stop telling me what I can or can't do in my own fucking house? Right, exactly. You know, if yeah. I, I'm on the couch with my pants off and now I'm blocked, I already prepped for this, people. I mean, come on. What the fuck? Well, whose business is it? Yeah, exactly. I ain't nobody? Just, uh, yeah, at all. You know, if nothing else, I'm adding to the economy because I'm buying more Kleenex. It's just dumb. It's fucking dumb. Anyway. Um, I thought that was funny. So <laughs> we we digress It's on that, funny until you, know? you start thinking about just all the, the overreach the, in general and it's like the innuendos and this shit from the fucking, same state that won't make that won't pass a fucking uh law requiring you to wear a helmet on a motorcycle right because that's infringement like, overreach yeah 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 an infringement yeah. of your personal yeah. liberties yeah. but <laughs> however in, in my own fucking bathroom yeah you can fucking come in you and know tell what, me what i can and can't look at and no offense against you know whatever religions out there it could be mormons could be catholics could just fucking take a dart and hit a bullseye but i did find it highly ironic living in salt lake that you know they can they have these laws against everything you know under alcohol level for beer and you can't do this and you can't do that but yet if i timed my drought back to my home at the end of the day there was like four strip clubs i passed so it's like oh, yeah. okay where's your morality line people you just fucking oh. erase it for money is really where the fucking morality line is so you know yeah it's it's ridiculous fucking dumb Anyway, well, here's something fun. I got one more here for you, and I'll toss it over to you. This is weird. Now that I riled everybody up, let's listen to it. <laughs> There's that. Um, this is from iflscience.com. Actually, you find a lot of articles on this, and these are very neutral, friendly. They just kind of report what they find, and, and I found this to be strikingly odd. Uh, scientists opened up a jar in a cemetery and found a mummified green hand clutching a copper coin. Weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So as far as archaeological discoveries go, finding a mummified hand of a tiny baby, add to that, uh, clutching at a late medieval coin is already kind of Indiana Jones territory, is what the article says. But And this is an old article, but I just found it very, uh, it, it was kind of neat to stumble on. This actually happened I've already figured it out. 2005. Oh, you, okay, hold, hold that thought right there. So they opened up a pot, abandoned cemetery in Hungary, basically, and this is what they found. They found the hand. And it was green, pushing the whole find well into the Indiana Jones turf type thing. Um, quote, during data collection in a late medieval osteological series um, at, I'm going to try to, Norlinic Hangout, 
Sure. Nailed it. We have come across very small green-colored remains of a parented individual that seemed to be partially mummified, the team wrote years later. Um, preservation of these minute remains was so good that we decided to invite a specialist of other scientific fields to conduct a series of multidisciplinary investigations on the bones in order to come to a common conclusion concerning these rare findings. So you think you've already got it. Let yep. me uh, go ahead and let me hear your, your thing before I finish this. Uh, copper turned the hand green. Yeah, pretty much at the end of the day. Using chemical analysis on the bodies, the team found the answer. The infant's body was crammed full of copper, especially as you'd expect in the hand clutching at the copper coin. In fact, the copper found in the body was 497 times higher than the levels found in other mummies. So they're thinking it basically was a, a, a rite or ritual of a solely copper-driven mummification that they used back in the day. And that's how this all occurred, and that kind of explains mystery. But I don't know. I just you know it's creepy, kind of crazy. But I was like, oh, you know, you don't you don't see that every day. You know, kind of kind of weird. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my first one. What do you what do you got there? Oh, this uh, I saved yesterday while I was looking at putts on Instagram. I mean, while I was um, <laughs> doing productive things. Um, so this is from the debrief. It's just like a, it's a, a post that links to a, a longer article, but this is just the little snippet that is there to grab your attention. Um, Pentagon confirms details on mysterious balloon being tracked by us military over Hawaii. Oh, okay. Uh, so a balloon of unknown origin is being tracked by the U S military after it passed over Hawaii, according to a Pentagon spokesperson and other officials familiar with the developing situation. The balloon is not believed to have flown over any sensitive facilities. And although its purpose remains unknown, the object does appear to possess a payload. Uh, and Hmm. then, you know, of course, Lincoln bio to full story, which I am not going to go to, but, uh, (laughs) I did see a few other, outlets posting about this and they were uh i was able to see that basically um they don't think it's overflown anything sensitive yet um and they're just like keeping an eye on it and it reminded me of the first Here we go again when everyone yep. was freaking yep. out yep and how uh it kind of came out but didn't come out that they 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 had been watching it for a while before it but is, wasn't that something else? i remember we covered US, that too know. because it was this big oh my god you know but it really wasn't that big it just they fucking dialed in their shit to pay attention that's all they did you know so that's well it turns out that you know? one actually was allegedly oh, that, a spy yeah. balloon with right, a lot right, of sophisticated right. sensors and stuff Go on figure. it and was relaying <laughs> information back but there there is that uh yeah, crazy. But yeah, I'm just waiting waiting to see uh the F twenty two get another kill before it gets retired. <laughs> Shoot something. I just fucking cry. Um oh and it continues. Yep, and it continues. Um all right, so I've got one here. Remember, and I wanna say, God, what was it, man? Was it season two? We did a whole episode on DARPA, remember? Um, yes. just the shit DARPA kinda is behind. And, you know, we really concluded, I mean, you know, after doing the, the episode, and by the way, check that. We can throw out notes or email us. We'll, we'll tell you what it is. We, we did a whole thing on DARPA because it's just crazy that what they work on. Because usually they're 20 to 30 years ahead, whether it's hand scanners, whether it's microwaves, all this shit. DARPA's all Yeah, like all the, the Boston you know, Dynamic robot scary shit you see on yeah. 
that's all that's all DARPA and Instagram and stuff that that's where that all originated from for sure like DARPA was like hey guys build us some of this stuff right well this is uh interesting because this is something that I was always fascinated with and and I think one of these days I'd like to do an episode on Nikola Tesla just because he was an amazing individual yeah I mean shit the things that he did fucking crazy um, well, DARPA's taken a little hand from uh, some of his stuff. This is actually from interest, interestingengineering.com, written by Adina Teresa. DARPA's making Nikola Tesla's dream of wireless energy a reality. Does that ring a bell for you as far so as... So they're finally going to do something yes. with the patents they stole in the in like <laughs> 1901 you. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. When they actually tore down the, the tower he had built to experiment with. You know, yeah, they're finally going to do something. So, um, another critical piece of the puzzle will be reliable relays, too. Uh, they say building on these advancements, DARPA sees a significant opportunity to revolutionize energy distribution by developing effective relays. These relays will allow these existing technologies to come together effectively to form a resilient, adaptive, multi path wireless energy network. Um, guess where they're going to pull it off first? Uh, New Jersey. Well, it's not a place, it's things. Um, relays in the form of long endurance drones and satellites will play a crucial role in the future. These drones hovering at high altitudes will transmit laser energy, lasers, to each other over extended distances before delivering it to um, the U.S. military base. So they're going to test run this at uh, several chosen military bases where they were completely off the grid if they need to be in case something happens, which, you know, I mean, in hindsight, you look at it and you think our defense... Yeah, it's a good idea, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, if our grid is sabotaged. We've you know, had worse. We've had, well, yeah, true. Um, but having this, and here's a quote here. Power is developing stratospheric platforms of small apertures ranging approximately 100 kilometer, uh, kilometers between nodes with larger apertures and more benign environment along space. Distances between nodes of up to 1,000 uh, kilometers are reasonable. That's a big stretch. That's pretty good if yeah. that's what they're saying. You know. So anyway, they're going to test drive this on a few chosen bases, see how it works, uh, and then we'll see. Uh, this is interesting to me because it's like, hey, they're actually this might be a good thing, especially if you're looking at, you know, taking it out of the military realm and putting it into you know private hands, depend you know city grids, things like that. Um, <laughs> like you said, it's just a shame that how many. Years ago, did they finally decide after they stole all the paperwork and everything that he had, like hours after he died? Yeah. 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 So, and if you guys don't know the story of Nikola Tesla, especially his experiments and especially the circumstances on how he died and what happened soon after, uh, very interesting. I, I would say I'd recommend looking into it because, you know, he truly was a man beyond his time. Um, yeah. Crazy. So yeah, it'd be cool if uh, they did all that stuff for free the way he wanted. Yeah, wouldn't that wouldn't that be nice? Free, Josh. I don't know. How do you spell that? I don't. Know, is that a word? I think that's in our English language. I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Oh my gosh, I'm knocking everything over. <laughs> all right. So this is from. We we get to stumble through this together because I meant to read through it and did not. Oh. Good. Um. But this is from. Anomalian? Anomalian? So I started following Alan Greenfield on Twitter. Um, And he followed me back, guys. I'm kind of a big deal now. Actually, I think he just retweets (laughs) news articles pretty much. But um, nice. So that's where this came from. It's by uh, Jake Carter. Uh, And the headline is, They are everywhere. 
new underwater UFO footage has surfaced. Oh, here we go. Um, during a 2002 ROV expedition by Japan agents or by, yeah, by Japan agency for Marine earth science and technology, Jamstech off, uh, Shinriku, something unexpected happened at the moment. The ROV filmed a squid. Hmm. Um, the new footage see below, which I will get to, uh, shows something like a fast moving glowing saucer shaped object passing by in the background at a depth of 421 meters. Unable to identify the object, the puzzled expedition members wondered if the ROV uh, uh, had captured a deep sea hmm. animal or more likely a UFO slash USO. No shit. Uh, okay. All right. It's not the first time USOs like this have been seen in Earth's bodies of water, obviously, uh, since there's a name for it. These <laughs> uh, UFOs slash USOs flying into and out of the oceans, unknown craft that are able to travel underwater at a tremendous speed. But till now, it remains a mystery what exactly these objects are and where they come from. Dun, dun, dun. Um, USOs are similar to an identity identified flying objects except that they are seen in or near bodies of water such as oceans lakes rivers or uh, ponds. i like how they define that that's thanks everybody <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're basically ufos but water is really all they have to say gotcha um <laughs> some usos are said to emerge from the water and fly in the air while others are said to submerge and disappear into the depths that is what we would call transmedium if you're paying attention anyway uh these uh, There are many theories and speculations about the nature and origin of USOs. Some people believe they are advanced vehicles or devices created by humans, either by secret military project or by clandestine organizations. Others believe that they are extraterrestrial or interdimensional crafts or beings that visit our planet for various purposes. Mm, Still others believe that they are natural phenomena, such as bioluminescent organisms, gas bubbles, optical illusions, or unknown marine animals, uh, which if they were going up to the surface and not zipping around, I'd say maybe. Right. But that kind of changes it a a tad. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, The evidence for USOs is mostly based on eyewitness accounts, photographs, videos, sonar recordings, and radar detections. Uh, USOs remain a mystery that fascinates and puzzles many people around the world. Are they natural or artificial, Shane? Are they friendly or hostile? Are they here to observe us, communicate with us, help us, or harm us? So many questions. There are some of these are some of the questions that USOs raise that we may never be able to answer. So, uh, uh they already jinxed us. God damn it. Um, that's funny. You yeah, know, I tell so, you, I mean, lately, I, maybe this is just my news feeds that I read. I don't know. It seemed like this last like three or five months, maybe that there's a lot of people clinging on the fact that, yep, they're here and they're been living in the ocean for millennia. Like a bunch of people are on that theory. So, well, know, going back you know. to when I used to actually pay attention to ancient aliens and watch that show a lot, which is, you know, probably 10 fucking seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, they would talk. They were talking about that a lot. Then, like, there's always mm. been rumors of like an underwater base out by Catalina Island and like. All oh, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who's this again? You know, look, I, I, I can't remember what percentage of the ocean that we haven't mapped yet, but there it's a pretty it. large. Yeah, it, it's a pretty large percentage that we just really haven't explored at all. So feasible? 
absolutely if there's something like that and you know and again the whole ufo thing you know we got pilots coming out now we've got now it's major news i one of my news reports podcasts i listen to that just strictly cover news um they actually did a, a news episode on ufos in the mainstream like it's just it's a weird shift that i never thought i would see it but you know looking forward to it but at the same time there's so much bullshit behind it that it's just hard it, it's almost not even worth the time to dig through it in a weird way, but I don't know. Interesting. I mean, if they're here, I, I my vote is probably in the big blue. So eh, you never know. Yeah, I mean, especially you know? if they have stuff that can travel transmediumly, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. What better way to hide, right? So yeah, Star Trek did it. Yeah, just saying. Oh, Indeed. Anyway. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we return. Um, I'm going to piggyback, not really piggyback off UFOs, but this is another uh, weird theory that's been coming out there. And uh, yeah, we can can cover it. We can bounce it around a bit. Um, Everybody stand by. Believe in UFOs? Felt that chill up your spine that you just can't explain? Contemplate the other side of reality. Do you shake your head at the world that seems to have lost its common sense? Well, look no further than Strange Uncles. Find them on all podcast platforms and call their hotline to tell your side of reality at 801-252-6945. Open the gates. All right, everybody, we're back again with news. Only 14. We're a little bit behind, but uh, we do have this. So um, I stumbled on an article that uh, this has been going around for quite some time. And I don't know. Interesting. This is from uh, Harriet Brewis. She works for Newsbreak.com. Scientists discover a gigantic structure under the surface of the moon. So this is interesting. Or at least I think it is. Uh, the moon has been a subject of awe and fascination for millennia. We all know this, right? And though it's the one celestial body on which man has taken small steps, again, allegedly, we still <laughs> we still have big leaps to go in understanding its potential and uncovering its secrets. However, one hidden feature of the moon has been unearthed by scientists, and it's a very, very big and very, very heavy. Though they discovered this, again, this is written, I want to say... Uh, like a week ago, uh, buried beneath the South Pole Aitken Basin, one of the largest preserved craters in the solar system, is a structure which weighs at least 2.18 billion kilograms and measures more than 300 kilometers or 186 miles in depth and 2,000 or 1,243 miles in length. Um, that's a pretty big, like, holy shit, what's there type thing, right? Uh, researchers made the discovery all based in the U.S. posited that the anomaly could be made up metal from the core of an asteroid or oxides from the crystallization of a magma ocean. Quote, magma. One, magma. <laughs> Quote, one of the explanations this extra mass is that the metal from the asteroid that formed this crater is still embedded in the moon's mantle. Uh, lead author Peter B. James from Houston's Baylor University said in a statement shared with IFL Science. Illustrating just how gigantic this thing is, he went on. Imagine taking a pile of metal five times larger than the Big Island of Hawaii and burying it underground. That's roughly how much unexpected mass we detected. The groundbreaking finding was made thanks to NASA's Gravity Recovery and Interior Laboratory, or GRAIL, mission. Oh, clever. GRAIL, look at those guys. Interesting. I like to be the guy just to shorten shit to a cool little thing. Anyway. 
Side note. Uh, which measures the changes in the moon's gravitational field. Data collected by GRAIL can then be used to study the internal composition of our crater companion. The South Pole Aitken Basin was been in the center of numerous investigations because of just how unique it is. The region offers clues both on the interior composition of our closest satellite and its history, and who knows what other mysteries it holds. The reason I find this, I mean, again, it's more than likely exactly what they say it is. Like, it was a meteor. This is what happened. There, we've there's Most meteors that come out of space are made of iron anyway, so this is no biggie. But I do find it funny because along with this article uh, on some of the news feeds I was reading, it had other similar articles that you, know, that you can like click on. And already, fucking the crazies are out. I told you it was a man-made, fucking or an alien-made thing. It's not really a planet. It was put in place, and da da da. And then all the shit house already opened to all these people that think, "Oh, see, I told you, it told you it was a built structure because there's no and reason the moon would be there." Moonfall was one of the best movies of last year. <laughs> I started watching that the other night, just in your, just be, just for you, Josh. I'm like, I'm gonna put this on. I got about a quarter way through it, and I fell asleep. It is a good show, though. But yeah, just saying. But it's a good time. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just, I don't know. I, I found that interesting. You know, we'll see what more uh, studies come by. Uh, I do know that, you know, of course, we're still batting around the whole idea of using a moon as a stopover base of sorts to get to Mars. I mean, that's NASA's big idea. The whole problem of radiation is an issue because you can't stay up there for a very long amount of time. But they did find like lava tubes that they think will protect. The astronauts, if they do so, building these bases or these hop up points in in a lava tube, um, I, I don't know. All kinds of shit going on in the moon. I know uh, Japanese just launched or Japan, sorry, Japanese Japan just la- launched a uh, another rover up there, and they lost contact with it the minute it reached the Earth. And so again, conspiracy theorists. Oh, fucking aliens! Yeah. Anyway, aliens, so, bro, dude. That's right, dude, bro. So there's that. <laughs> anyway, well. Let's see here. According to uh, uh, Andrew Griffin from The Independent, we're wrong about a lot of things. Oh, of course. New measurements suggest we are fundamentally wrong about the universe. Uh, Puzzle over Hubble constant could suggest many of our basic assumptions are wrong. Sounds Um, like my marriage. Jesus. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just be prepared. Be prepared to admit that it's all your fault. Right. Um, (laughs) We may be fundamentally wrong about ha- about some of the deepest parts of the universe, according to a new study. Uh, for years, scientists have puzzled over the quote-unquote Hubble tension that refers to the difficulty over measuring how quickly the universe is expanding. Uh, different hmm. measurements show different speeds, which is uh, really weird. Um, and scientists have really not been able to understand uh, or say why that is the case. Uh, that difference may be the result of problems with measuring the speed, or it may be a consequence of a deeper issue with the, with the physics underlying those measurements. Scientists have been puzzled over the difficulties ever since and have struggled to work out why. Hmm. New research provides the most accurate measurement of a certain kind of star yet, and it further amplifies this tension, suggesting that our measurements are correct and that there is something deeper going on with the expansion of the universe. Uh, this discrepancy has a huge significance, said Richard Anderson from the uh, Ecole Polytechnique Federale de Lausanne. Nailed it. Um, yep. 
French junior high <laughs> French paid off. Um, so uh, who led the work in a statement? Damn, that was a hell of a sentence. Uh, suppose you wanted to build a tunnel by digging into two opposite sides of a mountain. If you've understood the type of rock correctly, if your calculations are correct, then the two holes you're digging will meet in the center. Six pack girls. Uh, <laughs> but if they don't, that means you've made a mistake. Either your calculations are wrong or you're wrong about the type of rock. Uh, that's what's going on with the Hubble constant. Hmm. Uh, the more confirmation we get that our calculations are accurate, the more we can conclude that the discrepancy means our understanding of the universe is mistaken, that the universe isn't quite as we thought. Oh, um, no. Uh, as well as calling into question our understanding of the expansion of the universe, it also has consequences for other physics, such as uh, dark energy and gravity. Uh, it means we have to rethink the basic concepts that form the foundation of our overall understanding of physics, said Anderson. A paper describing the finding, um, a 0.9% calibration of galactic, wow, Cepheid luminosity scale based on sure. uh, Gaia <laughs> DR3 data of names. open clusters. Jesus Christ, why can't you use regular ass words? Um, and Cepheids was published this week in Astronomy and Astrophysics. And if you're smarter and less dyslexic than me, go read that. But yeah, we might be wrong, Shane. As if I don't have about everything. Uh, I have enough problems and things to worry about. Now this. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for putting that one on that. Life's yeah, most interesting are. questions. Oh, yeah, there's that. Well, I don't know. You know, we'll see. Again, you know, they kind of reinvent the wheel. They seem like every two years when they find something or something different, something more, the universe is expanding. No, wait, it's shrinking. No, wait, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's doing both. It's all oh, fucking time. crazy. I stumbled on something the other day that was explaining like dark matter and it was really detailing. The, I mean, I, I, granted, I'll be admit, a little over my head again with the words I use, but I mean, fascinating talking about it. But it's like, I don't know, you know, it's fuck, it's a universe, man. If we don't keep finding weird shit with it, I mean, what's life all about, right? So there's that. But, um, well, I am going to take us back to Earth, uh, actually, into a field in Texas, I'm sure. You have heard of this. And listeners, I'm sure you have heard of this as well. Uh, this is just one news article, but I've seen it in multiple facets. And if you guys are, you know, care about, again, uh, this, here, here we go. Uh, this actually came out last week. Uh, article written by Richard Burkar, news.com. Inside the mystery of Texas cattle having genitalia and tongues removed without pre- with precision cuts. Sorry, not without. No blood or tracks left behind. Yet again, Josh, we are looking at cattle mutilation, just like we did how many decades ago that baffled the nation, and now... It has been going on for a minute. It has been going on for a minute. Now they are back. So, um, and I find it funny how this uh, this article starts. Raising cattle for slaughter is common on the Texas prairie. Selective surgery on part of the herd is not. So in case you guys don't know, that's not allowed. Anyway, authorities in Madison County are trying to learn who cut the tongues off at least six cows discovered last week. There could be as many as 11 head connected, all found dead, with no signs of blood or resistance. Uh, Quote, a straight, clean cut with apparent precision had been made to remove the hide around the cow's mouth on one side 
a statement from the Madison County Sheriff's Office last Wednesday said. But meat under the removed section was not harmed. In at least two cases, genitals and anuses were removed from the cattle as well. God, talk about a bad day. I'm just hanging around eating grass, and then this shit happens to me. kill me first. Right? Uh, There were no signs of struggle or disturbance in the grass, a Facebook post said. Uh, The cattle apparently had been dead for weeks with no birds or wild animals claiming their carcasses, which, again, is a little odd. All of them were taken from different herds. The cows were found along a highway in Brazos and Robertson counties, roughly between Waco and College Station, as well as Madison County. The cause of their deaths has not been announced. Um, the Lubbock Avalanche Journal recalled nearly 200 head with body parts removed were discovered in Colorado in 1975. If you guys remember, um, that's kind of one of the big ones that was a case way back when. Uh, and of course they had other ones scattered throughout the country. Uh, the FBI investigated eventually concluding common predators killed them, which I call bullshit on that. I think somebody's out there just fucking around. Anyway, uh, CBS news reported several head of cattle in Northeast Georgia were found in 2016, with circles sliced into the rump areas. Uh, the blaze notified bulls that no genitals or tongues were found in Oregon in 2019. That was followed by seven mutilations in a different part of Oregon at a ranch in 2021. One ranch manager there theorized that some sort of cult was behind it, using tranquilizer darts, which I'm not going to roll that out, honestly. Uh, beef <laughs> tongue, also known as lingua, is a delicacy in some cultures with numerous recipes accessible online. CookingDocs.com says average tongue weighs 10 pounds, which I live near, not in, but near eastern Washington. Very um, Hispanic population sometimes, you know, small towns sometimes. And I will say when you roll up in a grocery store and they have cow tongue on sale, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a bit disturbing if you've never seen it wrapped up in, in, in a plastic tray. Just saying. So, anyway. But yeah, it looks like uh, it looks like we got more more mutilations there, sir. I don't know, I don't know. Call out the SWAT on that one. We'll see what happens. So anyway, mm. yeah. Mm. Not to make everybody upset, but you know, if you are raising cattle, you, you might want to you might want to buy a ring and watch them on camera or something. You never know. So. Follow um, them around with drones at all times. Right, exactly. Won't piss off the cows at all. <laughs> um, you got another one on your side, or yeah, all right. Um, "Quote unquote coherent radio signal detected from alien planet, prompting hope in search for life." Oh, I see. New findings this. suggest planet could have magnetic fields, and therefore is more likely to be habitable. Um, this is also from Andrew Griffin from the Independent. Independent. Um, a coherent radio signal has been detected from an alien planet, suggesting it could be more likely to be habitable. Uh, the signal suggests that the planet has its own magnetic field, which is thought to be central to sustaining life on a particular world. On Earth, our magnetic field helps us protect helps protect us from high energy particles and plasma that are based that are blasted from the sun. As such, any alien life is likely to depend on being protected by a similar field. Uh, but until now, researchers have struggled to confirm whether distant rocky planets have magnetic fields of their own and before have found it difficult to say how likely a planet might be able to support life. Hmm. Uh, now, the new candidate. Here we go. YZ SETI B. All right. Uh, that <laughs> wasn't too tough, I guess. A rocky planet that orbits a star about 12 light years away has sent a repeating radio signal that comes from the star and seems to be affected by the planet. Uh, The radio waves 
the researchers detected from the planet appear to be generated when the star interacts with the planet's magnetic field. Because the two of them are so close together, the new candidate is an ideal pair to test theories about whether those magnetic fields could be detectable at such a distance. Damn, that headline was misleading. (laughs) Uh, Researchers described the effect as similar to the Aurora Borealis or Northern Lights, which happens on Earth when highly charged energy particles from the sun interact with our planet's atmosphere. Uh, we, we're currently seeing the Aurora on the star. Uh, that's what this radio emission is said, Sebastian Pineda an astrophysicist at the university of Colorado. And one of the researchers who saw the signal, uh, there should be Aurora on the planet. If it has its own atmosphere, um, the search for potentially habitable or life bearing worlds in other solar system depends in part on being able to determine if rocky Earth-like exoplanets actually have magnetic fields, said Joe Pesci. Uh, Joe Pesci, the program, actor? I think it's Pesci. It could be Pes. It would be badass if it was actually the Joe Pesci, and this is a side game. Pes- Pesky? Joe Fish? I don't know. Oh, oh. Um, program director of the National Radio uh, Astronomy Observatory. Uh, this research shows not only that this is Uh, that this particular rocky exoplanet likely has a magnetic field, but provides a promising method to find more. Uh, The findings are described in a new paper, coherent radio bursts from known M dwarf planet host, YZ SETI published in nature astronomy. I am so irritated (laughs) that I did not read farther than the headline before I read that whole (laughs) damn thing. Oh, when it that's said coherent okay, radio signal, I was thinking like, Whoa. I did the same thing. I, I caught it too, like a week or so ago. I was like, coherent? I know what that means. And then read it and I was like, oh. I recognize well, maybe, that Maybe word. Josh has a different <laughs> different article. I wasn't sure. No, I just, uh, the, the headline was a link in the last one. I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Clickbait. And God then I damn it. didn't read it until just now and was like, oh, it's that's fucking funny. not interesting at all. Well, it's interesting. It's but it's not weird. Yeah, it. well, that's okay. Yeah, every now and again. Neither was a Pornhub in Utah. It was very weird either, you know. Now that's weird. Well, well, true. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. I guess it's not weird for Utah. Yeah, well, there's that. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't have any more article. Do you have any more news on your side? I've got a couple tidbits to mention, but if you got another article, I can I can throw it back to you. Um, I got some some little quick fun stuff over here, and then, then I've I... got some stuff that I don't know if it's like long or short or if i've gone over it before like why are these orcas killing sharks and removing their livers oh crazy um, with precision accuracy that's even weirder oh maybe there's the ones killing maybe the other one's killing cattle damn yeah orcas maybe on land well, um did we go over nasa ran into trouble telling astronauts they were going to the moon i don't remember that one let me make sure this isn't like an hour long okay yeah. we can we can roll through this one pretty quick. Okay. Okay. Um, this is from Futurism, which so far has been a pretty fun little That's online like magazine. That. Yeah, yeah. It's enjoyable. Um, NASA ran into trouble telling astronauts they were going to the moon. To the moon, Alice. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, NASA's upcoming Artemis II mission set to launch in November of 2024 will see the first humans return to the moon in over 50 years, assuming everything goes according to plan. Needless to say, it's a pretty big deal. So Joseph Acaba, chief of the 
the space agency's astronaut office, wanted to inform the lucky three NASA astronauts that they were chosen for the lunar mission in a memorable way. Uh, you wanted to find a way to go uh, to get all those individuals in the same room without them knowing what it is to make it special for them. Akaba told the New York times, uh, but it turns out That's throwing funny. a surprise you're going to the moon party is comically difficult to coordinate, even with the most <laughs> competent people on the planet. Um, first, Akaba had to ensure that the selected crew were all around on the same day at Johnson Space Center. Then Akaba had to summon each of the astronauts to fake meetings to throw off their scent, uh, which was easier said than done. Victor Glover, the Jesus. mission's pilot, had just gotten out of the unrelated launch meeting. Um, I was like... Hey, boss, I'm going to be a few minutes late, he told uh, the New York Times. I sent him a text. Uh, Christina Koch, the mission specialist, was at the neutral buoyancy lab miles away and figured she could attend remotely. Um, Texted her boss and said, hey, can we just meet virtually? And he said, nope. (laughs) At which point I'd be like, this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And finally, Reed Wiseman, the mission's commander, was stuck at a doctor's appointment. Eventually, after all three astronauts finally got to his office, Akaba told them the news. Uh, They were a little bit late, Akaba said, and luckily I didn't want to change my mind. Uh, Mm. Who knew it was this difficult to gather a group of astronauts who are about to make history by flying to the moon and back for an in-person meeting? Fooled ya! That's fucking hilarious. That is all that work to that is kind of pretty fancy. See, NASA has a sense of humor. They're fun over there. I think it'd be awesome. So fucking dorks. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. So I've just got a couple little tidbits and, and I, I think we can wrap up. Um I've caught this just to see. So if we have any listeners uh in or around Oregon, more specifically McMinnville, which I've never been to. Um, did you know there is a giant UFO fest in McMinnville, Oregon every May? Because I didn't. No. Yeah. I did not even know what McMinnville, Oregon was. I not either. So evidently it's fairly close to Portland. So if you're in that area. Um, I do love Portland. Portland is nice. I'm going to say. I haven't been there for a while. I'm going to make a trip. Uh, they said you should be. This is one of the best Oregon events of the year. Every year and this year, it'll be better than ever. This May will be the 23rd year of this incredible, unforgettable, out-of-this-world festival. So this evidently has been going on since uh, around the 1950s. uh, And it will be happening uh, May 19th through the 20th. Again, this year. And again, that's McMinnville, uh, Oregon. Evidently, it's a huge thing. I will venture to say that this sounds like it might be a little bit bigger than the Cedar City one we attended when I first uh, first got to know you. Ah, yes, um, the Utah UFO Festival. Yeah, yeah, good memories, good memories. Um, some strange ones, mind you, but good, good memories. Yeah, it's a good time. Study <laughs> weird time. Two days waiting time. for shit to happen. Anyway, but yeah, I just want to throw it out there. So if anybody is in the area of McMinnville, Oregon, on the week of uh, 19th through 20th, check it out. And if you do check it out, let us know. Um, yeah, we're all all for you know weird festivals, no matter what they are. It's very interesting for sure. Um, and then the only other thing I've got, again, you know, we, we do this often just because Josh and I are both kind of two peas in the pod when it comes to like shows and movies and what we watch. You know, we do try to find some downtime and, and find stuff. And I don't know, I cannot remember if I group texted you or John or you or if I said anything about this. On Prime Video, there is a uh, show, and it's first season that just came out this year, and it's called From. Have you seen this? Uh, this it out? didn't start on Prime. It started on... Was it on another one? 
epics, I think. Oh, maybe um, Prime picked it up, maybe. Because I'm watching yeah, it on Prime. Because I used to have epics, and then uh, Comcast just went ahead and changed my package without telling me, and yeah, uh, I lost lovely. it. Thank you. Dickhead. Thank you, Comcast. Um, and uh, I watched the first like couple of episodes and then couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> really? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm into it. I mean, it, 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 so just a premise again, not giving away the show whatsoever, but it, maybe it's because of what it's about, which makes it so strange for me. And I think we're, we're on the fourth episode. We're going into the fifth, but it's this town in the middle of nowhere, old 1950s diner houses, whatever have you. Like, there's nothing. It's just like this abandoned town. But there's people that live there. They can't leave. They're from all walks of life, all places within the world and the country. And then there's another twist to it every night. And I'm just going to say that and leave it there without giving it away. But we're like four episodes in, and we still have no fucking clue. Like, you know, we have ideas about what's happening, what's not. And now they're starting to get into the characters and, you know, new people that are coming into town, and they can't leave. It, it's just, it, it's really, really... It's really good. I'm enjoying it immensely. So yeah, again, it's like that's, once you, yeah. you uh, once you enter the city limits or whatever, you can't get back out. That's it. Yeah, you're done. You're screwed, and nobody knows. How. Again, they're picking them up from different parts. It's not like they're lost on this one road in this one weird town. They people are coming from all walks of life all across the country, uh, and just get stuck. And then there's this other element to it that uh yeah of course it's really good not being able to leave is not your only problem <laughs> right of course you gotta add more on that right no shit huh but uh yeah and you can't and the whole time of course i'm trying to be it's one of those shows where you know they're like the de- people are in the diner getting breakfast every morning you know the city folk i'm like wait the fuck a minute you got a town nobody can leave who's paying the bills here how's the electricity on where are they getting the food but now they're starting to explain all that little bit by bit. So even the people that are, if you're kind of rational when you watch a show and, and you're that person, just wait for it. It'll explain. So far, it's explained everything that I'm like, well, this is stupid. Uh, it, it's answered all my questions. So Man, how know. annoying would it be if you're like making your run for U.S. foods or fucking Cisco or whatever, and you just end up stuck in some town because you were bringing right. the delivery of yeah, food yeah. service products to the local diner. Right. Or worse yet, you know, you're driving like a truck full of condoms, which, you know, nobody can fucking use in town whatsoever. And you're just stuck, you know, water balloons, I guess, for how many months, right? Kids will have fun. So, you know, there's that. But uh, it's really good. Anyway, highly recommended on my side. Um, It's one thing that that even the wife is into. And usually she doesn't get in the same stuff I do. uh, But she's thoroughly enjoying it, too. So check it out from it's on Prime. uh, Let us know. So anyway. Uh, that's kind of all I got, unless you got any little tidbits, follow-ups, anything like that, you know? Um, I think that's about it. I can't remember where I saved everything. I, I lose so many things. (laughs) Come on, man. You got all the time in the world now. You're, you know, unemployed. You got all that time. I know. Retired. Thank you. Retired. Retired. There you go. That's the word you're looking for. So yeah, one of these days. One of these days, I'll probably have to go back to work, but uh, hopefully it's not anytime soon. Not today, for sure. I will say, too, um, if not blaming the newborn at all, but I was itching to go see the new um, uh, Evil Dead, and I guess it's just phenomenal, and I'm just biting at the bit because I cannot get out of the house to go see it. It dropped last weekend. 
Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be fantastic. I mean, everybody's raving about it. So if somebody listening has watched the new Evil Dead, um, don't tell me about it, please. I, I eventually will find it and be able to go to it. I just listeners, have to, you know. please call the tip line and drop <laughs> Evil Dead spoilers. <laughs> Every single one of you. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's all we got. I guess with that being said, we'll just wrap up with thank you for the patience, um, especially the patrons that, you know, pay a little shekel to kind of have us, you know, more, more of us, you know, different little things and, and for hanging on there because, you know, I mean, life gets in the way. We we do that every now and again with jobs or whatever have you. But uh, this was kind of a big life get in the way thing. And so thanks for the patience. And Josh, same to you. I appreciate you posting on Instagram and stuff saying, hey, you know, Shane's got a bundle of joy. He thinks, let, you know, shit's going to calm down. And we'll, <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. Um, yeah, so we'll keep you posted. But the plan is to get back in the saddle and uh, get back in a routine with these things. Um, we got uh, a part two of a really good episode that's going to come out and drop here shortly. We've got some guests lined up, um, some write-ups lined up. And, yeah, we got some we got some ideas. So we're going we're gonna to kind of shoot them around, see what happens. But I don't know, man, unless you got anything. No, I think that's a, that about does it. All right. Awesome. Find us on uh, all platforms for podcasts. You can find us on social media. Uh, we covered it before. And, um, yeah, much appreciated. Thanks, everyone. Oh, but what's the phone number for them to leave? Oh, 1-800-what uh, is the photo? 801. You know what? I don't know. Shit. That's been that long. I just long. know it ends with 69 <laughs> 801-252, yes. Sorry. God damn it. It's been a bit. 801-252-6945. We will put that in the notes to make sure that's correct. So here's the thing. Again, my company gave me some attorney leave off, and this is a third week. I was trying to remember my login to my work laptop today, and it has escaped <laughs> me. So If you have I'm my sure. luck, it'll, uh, it'll reset, and then you'll just be like completely locked out of everything anyway. Oh, lovely. I'm looking forward to that. That obviously. happened to me once or twice. Like, <laughs> hey, I can't log into anything because uh-huh. called IT it's guy. been months. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, let us know, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Close the gates.